What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. It's Tony and Austin here. Um, feels like it's almost two weeks since we've done an episode, and I guess people thought we died. <laughs> I had someone like reach out to me, and they were like, hey, are you guys still doing the podcast? And I was like, dude, it hasn't been that long. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> we're fine. We're just doing our thing. We were getting ready to hang out with Gilbert Godfrey. Dude, um, I was actually going to talk about that. Like, uh, somebody told me about that, and I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, fucking Gilbert Godfrey is dead." And I was like, "Oh no!" How old was he? Shipped to heaven. Oh, he had to be old as hell. I was going to say that dude's been around since before my time. I know that for a fact. I knew he was in movies and shit, and like, you know, I didn't really like watch any of his other stuff. I just remember him as an actor and a voiceover actor. But, you know, I knew who he was. I think 67. Nah, damn, that's really not that old. Well, I mean, that's up there, but it's not like 70s or 80s. That's fucking crazy. What did he die of? Do they, does it say? Because I don't even know what the fuck's going on. I don't I don't think no yet. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird. I was like, yeah, I don't know much, you know, but Fuck it, that's sad. <laughs> it sucks when we lose someone like that because I was actually just watching um, something with him on it, like a podcast or whatever. And then, yeah, you know, full circle. That's fucking depressing. Man, I think, uh, I know how dumb it sounds, but I remember him from the movie Problem Child. Did you ever see that one? Um, I don't think so, no. It's an old one with John Ritter. It's like uh, this kid's a giant piece of shit from birth and like every family member just like deserts him they get rid of him and he's like dropped off from place to place and then he lands in a like a school for boys or whatever with like a bunch of nuns and Gilbert Godfrey if I remember correctly was in he's like the principal of the school and he's a total jackass (laughs) (laughs) I mean he's only in it for like five ten minutes but it's worth checking out. It's a funny ass movie. I mean, they made a bunch of them, but the first one for sure is hilarious. Fuck, man. Uh, what's been going on in your world? Oh, uh, just working. Went to Texas for a week. That was fun. Um, Hell yeah. San Antonio, Corpus Christi, Port Aransas, uh, Austin. Got barbecue down in Austin. Fucking WrestleMania was right around the corner from you, man. I was like, fuck, let's go. And then I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to be there. Yeah, I was about six hours. Still still about six six hours from Dallas. Yeah, true, true. Texas is big. They had all the the freaking Cowboys cheerleaders and stuff at WrestleMania. It was ridiculous. Yeah, dude. So, like, I was going to ask if you wanted to do a review on it, but my shit has been so fucking crazy busy. Like, I haven't had time. That's why I've had to, like, keep rescheduling and canceling. I'm like, fuck, man, I got so much going on. And finally just got time. But it's it's hard because we're not getting home till like, 7, 7.30. And, right. you know, we're leaving the house at, like, 6 a.m. So, like, I'm just never home and fucking, ugh, it's wearing down on me. But we're, uh, like, two weeks away from basically all this ending. We don't have to be out and about so fucking long. But yeah, shit. I watched um, I watched WrestleMania, and 
It was better than last year's. It wasn't amazing. Uh, the main event was probably the worst one. That was the one I was looking forward to. It was literally a 12-minute match. Ended very stupidly, as per usual. Roman won. Uh, he united the WWE champion and the Universal champion, so now he's big and bad. I knew they were going to fucking do that. I was like, I'm so tired of him, dude. Like, two and a half years or whatever, and they're still going. And now their plan is to make him stay champion for a whole nother fucking year because they want him to face The Rock at WrestleMania. And I was like, dude, quit dragging this, though. Like, it's old. Like, I don't think anyone really gives a right. shit anymore. But apparently, people do, so they're fucking still going. But one good thing, um, my fucking dream came true. The American Nightmare, bro, Cody Rhodes, was there. He did sign with WWE, and I was kind of sad because I was like, damn, why would you leave your own company? So, you know, he's in WWE now, but the cool thing is, dude, is he went in his full gear from AEW, same theme song, same move set, everything. It's the exact same character. It was fucking cool. It was like a dream come true because my fear was he was going to come back as fucking gold dust, as uh, gold dust, like brother Stardust and his ridiculous outfit. But <laughs> now he came back as uh, the same guy he was at AEW. So that was cool. And he beat Seth Rollins. And I like the way they built up to it. They were doing, like, Seth didn't have an opponent, and he wasn't going to WrestleMania. So for, like, months, they were like, oh, he's not going. And then Vince McMahon was like, all you had to do was ask me, but you're going to have a mystery opponent. So they, like, built up to the night of, and mystery opponent comes out. It's Cody Rhodes. Yay. That's awesome. Um, Steve Austin actually had a match. He wrestled for, like, a good chunk of time, probably, like, 15, 20 minutes. Um very cringy, but it was it was cool. You know, it was like nostalgia. People kind of forgive the fact. He showed up both nights, actually. The first night was he was going to be there for Kevin Owens' uh, Owens show or whatever. And it was because he wasn't going to wrestle. But once he got there, Kevin's like, you know, I brought you out here to have a match. So I know you're too old to wrestle, though, so you'll say no. And egging him on. And then Steve Austin's like, fuck it. I started here. I'm going to end it here. So. They had a match, and Austin took some bumps. He actually wrestled. I was shocked, but it was, like, very slow, and Kevin Owens was uh, the shit out of it. Well, how <laughs> old is he at this point? He's got to be in his 50s or, like, late 40s, and he's had so many surgeries, dude. Like, it was his first match in 19 years. So, there's that. But to make... Well, to make matters worse, dude, is Kevin Owens was overselling this shit. Like, Austin would punch him, and Owens is flipping in the air and shit, landed on turnbuckles. I was like, that's so stupid. <laughs> Very cringe. But it was cool. You know, it's forgivable. It was more than nostalgia. Like, Olivia got to see me freak out, and I was like, dude, you don't understand. Like, one of the greatest it's wrestlers of all time. Don't go, Steve Austin. That's what it was. We were missing JR with his fucking Stone Cold! Stone Cold! <laughs> but he showed oh up the God. next night. <laughs> and it was because uh, Pat McAfee had his match with Austin Theory. Pat McAfee actually wrestled. And did good, too. Like, he was hopping on ropes. He was doing suplexes. Like, he was being thrown over the ring. Like, he was flying everywhere. So he did pretty good. He beat Theory. And then McMahon came in and you know, McAfee's like, you're a bitch, you're a bitch. And, like, they got into the ring together. And McMahon won, of course, because Austin Theory helped him. But then Steve Austin came out, 
gave a stunner to everybody in the ring. But when he stunned Vance McMahon, dude, it was horrible. Like, you have to see this. It is so fucking bad. He kicks him, and Vince just starts waddling backwards, and Austin's, like, trying to carry him by his head. He's following. He's like, nope, come back here. It is so bad. And then when he does the actual move, Vince falls on his ass and then lays down. <laughs> Old ass man, bro. He's, like, got to be, like, 70s or whatever. So, I mean, obviously. Yeah. But then Pat McAfee went into the ring, had a beer with him, and then Steve Austin gave him a stunner. And while he's laying outside, they did an accidental shot where he's laying over by the announcer's table, and he's supposed to look like he's out, but he's just chugging a beer while he's laying down. So, I mean, it was funny, and hands down, the funniest match was uh, fucking, what's it called? The um, Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. That shit was funny, dude. There were, like, stunts and shit. There was a big-ass table with rat traps on it and shit. <laughs> Wee Man came he threw a bowling ball at Sami Zayn's nuts. Like it was it was funny, you know, like it was cool. It made up for how weird it was. But yeah, hands down the worst match was Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Like that was stupid. Are you looking this up right now? <laughs> yeah. Look at this cringy shit. Oh my god, it's awful. So that's oh, cool, Jesus right? But now watch fucking when they go to Vince, dude. It's so bad. It's like, uh Well, there's more theory. Come on, get to Vince. That's the best part. It's like so fucking cringe. This, this stupid... Um... Oh, here we go. It's, it's, uh, it's not great. I watched it. it. I was like, ah. The internet's being a little slow, but we're pulling it up. No, you're good. According to my laptop, I have no internet. Look, worst stunner ever, it says. <laughs> it's pretty bad, bro. Like, McAfee's was pretty bad, but not anywhere near as bad dude, as this. Dude, McAfee's was hilarious. He had that mouthful of beer. He spewed it out as he's going down. Oh, yeah, dude. He's just laying there outside the ring just drinking. <sighs> I loved it. Pat McAfee did great. Um, You know, he had a there's yeah, whole map. computer's present. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And then my computer's doing this shit, too. It's like... What no is going on? What the fuck is with my computer? Melting down. Wait, what? Well, I think it actually didn't work now. Oh, what is this one? Oh my god! This want... website is just this. this it's... one website has completely destroyed my computer. <laughs> they gave you viruses, dude. Task manager is not responding. Like your VPN was like, uh-huh, and it froze. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can find it. I'll try to send it to you. Um, I, I've got it. I've got it up, but now there's this freaking. Let's see. What the fuck is going on here? Oh, that's Cody Rhodes. McAvee. There's pictures. I just need. I need the video. 
Vince. He's all. Vince McMahon. Stunner. Oh, fuck. Oh, pull it up. up. He's like, wait, let me make sure this isn't the same one that froze my whole operation. <laughs> Dude, it literally froze my whole computer. Even webs, even the tap manager was like, no, not responding. The task manager was like, guess what I'm not going to be doing anymore. What the fuck? Come on, man. I've got a YouTube link. Praise the Lord. It's weird that it was that hard to find. It's the worst quality video of all time, but we're going to deal with it. Yeah, it everybody, is everybody, here we go. <laughs> Just play the video for the love of God. Right, why is it so hard to find? What the fuck? Oh my god. I could have just screen screen recorded the thing and sent it to you, but like I just I wasn't about to go through like hours of I, shit. I've got playoff basketball in the background. Maybe maybe I'll shut that off because it looks like we're gonna lose. We're down by ten points. So are you sure you don't want to see this ad? Here we go. Okay, here we're we loading. Go. What the fuck is happening? It's not even the video. It's a freaking dude talking over a series of pictures. Oh, no. Hold on. Let me see if I can find something. Oh, well. We'll see if I can. I don't know. Let's see. What the fuck is this? I just need the video. Right. We just need to see it. Hold on, what the fuck? No, not this website again. Let me see. I think this might be it. Oh, the quality of this one's terrible, too, but fuck it. I'm going to send it to you anyway. It's awful. (laughs) God awful. Hold on, I'm going to just send this shit to you. Here's some dude in like six um, levels up. Hey, that's not bad, actually. That might be good. That might be better than what I was about to send you. Okay, they're talking, having a conversation, do the beer together. Mm, here we go. Boom. Oh, he fell down. Oh, he fell away. Oh, he thought he the thing. I was trying so hard. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, it's so bad. See how he just like fell backwards? And he's like, nope, nope, come here, old man. It's time for everybody to retire. Dude, it is. They're just getting way too old for all that. Oh, my God, that was terrible. I used to be that guy, but it's time to like invent some new cool wrestlers. 
so like Austin Theory's okay, but I don't know if they're gonna do anything good with him. Honest truth, I'm like, yeah, well, we'll see what happens. All I know is that freaking I would play. I've been now every time because I talk to you sometimes on TikTok or on Facebook, I get recommended these. Um, I get recommended. Um, a bunch of wrestling content now. And so, like, yesterday I got freaking recommended this video of Shaq and the Big Show trying to um, choke slam each other from, like, a million years ago. Right. So I just, like, ran it. And then there's this dude on TikTok who's, like, 500 pounds and he wrestles. Jesus Christ. Dude, like, and he, he flies. He, like, gets up on the top of the freaking rope on top of the turnbuckles and jumps on people and dude what's going on with this suspect dude that was caught in like a doing like an active shooter thing you know what i'm talking about oh the guy who shot up the subway in um new york yeah i think that's what it is i have no idea what everyone's talking about yeah he like threw a smoke bomb in uh in new york he threw a smoke bomb into some subway in New York and opened fire on and like shot like 20 some people. Well, I was reading up and they're like, oh, we, we got him. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I had to like really. Yeah, he look called, it. Apparently, he called his own tip to get captured. Oh, hell, what an idiot. He's he definitely trying to name for himself. He didn't kill anybody. He ended up just hurting a bunch of people. But aren't they going to try to charge him for domestic terrorism or whatever? They should. Right, like that's a fucking that's terrible. It's a sad world we live in, dude. Like, there's we're gone for like maybe two weeks and a bunch of shit's going on. I know we gotta never miss it. Well, like, they're blaming us for stuff. Oh, yeah, there's so many things that we gotta like cover that we just missed. Like, um, I'm assuming you saw the <clears throat> the thing that Donald Trump Jr. posted that got everyone all heated about Disney. Because remember we talked about how Disney's uh, executives came out saying that they were going to include more like gay LGBT characters right. or whatever. Well, Donald Trump Jr. posted a thing on Instagram that's it's the Disney uh, logo in the castle, but it says groomers instead. Oh, yeah, that was funny. It's funny as hell, dude. And then like it started a trend. It's all OK, boomer. OK, groomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That just had me laughing. I was like, what's going on? And so that's when I found out about the that it was backlash from the whole Disney thing. And then also found out that Daily Wire just invested like a hundred million into creating content for kids called DW Kids. Right. And they got a fucking show coming out called Chilla Time or whatever about a family of chinchillas. Yeah. Which will be interesting. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm probably gonna check that bullshit out, but I don't know, man. Did you fucking ever see the commercial for Jeremy's Razors? Um, I did. Uh, I, it's just to, it's to, it's. I could get better razors for. Well, cheap. It's all yeah, expensive. And the commercial was like four minutes long, but it was funny as hell. He's like, "Are you tired of the woke bullshit?" And like. It was funny, but yeah, bro, the fucking razors are outrageous. Because I was like, I'll, I'll support I'll support it. And I looked at it, and I'm like, I'm not supporting it for $60 a month. 
Fuck that. I already got too yeah, many. I was, like, I was like, yeah, I can't. I can't be doing that. I can't spend that much money. Yeah, dude, that's expensive as hell. Fuck sure. all that. Oh man. Uh, speaking of cool shit, though, I um, I saw that fucking the Batman's gonna be on HBO on Monday. Yeah. I'm so excited. I was like, hell yeah, because I've been wanting to watch it again, but I really don't want to pay money to go see it. So I'm like excited, you know? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to watch it again at work. Three fucking hours. I bet you I can do it this <laughs> week. Yeah. But, um, I was, I'm at the point. I'm right. I'm excited to be able to watch it again and everything, but I just, oh. this past couple of weeks, I've just been so busy. I haven't been able to watch anything. Well, I hope. This TV show called Longmire. I've heard of it. What's that about? It's about this. Um, it's about a sheriff in Wyoming, but his county's like part inside an Indian reservation and part outside. It's like him trying to solve murders and stuff, but it's like a, it's set up kind of like a modern day western. Right. And huh. he's constantly fighting back and forth with like tribal police and where his boundaries are. He's got a really good friend. His wife and his wife got sick and died, and, or the, all this kind of stuff going on. And it's it's a little bit CWE with like one of the deputy's husbands thinks she's sleeping around on him and all kind of stuff. But it's mostly like an old western cop show. Hell yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. What's it on currently? Like a on Netflix. Oh shit! I don't know. It's on Netflix. See, I've been watching movies, but I've mostly been original. Well, I've been watching like documentaries and shit. I don't know why, dude. Like, so basically, I went down a rabbit hole again. I got offered a free trial to Audible because I bought a new Kindle from Amazon. So I wanted a newer one, but I have one that I bought like two years ago. And I looked online, and they're like, "Hey, here's a new Kindle." you know refurbished from like a couple months ago and you can get it for five bucks a month for the next six months and i was like fuck yeah so i got it right and with that purchase came a audible trial so i was like you know what i'm not really into listening to books i'm more of a reader but i'll give it a shot and it gives you one credit to pick any book you want that's on audible and i picked one it was called um uh what the fuck it was called chainsaw confidential by gunner hansen so it's about the making of the texas chainsaw massacre and it's written by gunner hansen the guy that played leatherface and like i learned a whole lot of new shit i didn't know about it so i went down this rabbit hole because of it and i started watching documentaries and i started watching the movie and i thought we should do a watch along to that at some point we still got to do rush hour but we should do one for texas chainsaw massacre yeah it's a good movie, but it's also laughable. Like, what I didn't know about this, and Gunnar Hansen mentions it a lot, is people hate on the second one that came out, like, ten years later because they said it was too funny, there's too much comedy. Well, Gunnar Hansen points out that in the first one, there's also comedy. It's a lot yeah, of black. Um, yeah, he's like, there's a lot Texas, of fun shit. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is my favorite horror film of all time. Well, there's so much comedy in it, but he's like, it gets overshadowed because it came out at a time where nobody had ever seen anything like that before. So because of all the grotesque shit, people missed the point of the comedy. And he's like, you know, a perfect example is the scene at the end, the dinner scene, the Last Supper is what they called it, where they're all poking at her and just fucking with her and making faces at her. He's like, it's a humorous moment, but people forgot about that because of the fact that they were so freaked out 
because grandpa's coming in sucking on poor Sally's finger. And so he's like, there's comedy in it, but people missed it because it was so fucking frightening. But, you know, it's a dude, that's hands down one of the greatest horror films ever. Like, I've, I've always loved that movie. And I didn't know a lot of the new shit I learned about from reading that book. And, you know, I learned in the book that when they were filming that movie, there was a, a field behind them that belonged to the owner of the home and he was growing pot. And he was like, I ask that you guys don't consume any of this or take any of it. And they were like, yeah, we won't do that. We just need this lot for our movie. And Gunnar Hansen says, I don't know if anyone actually took from it. But ironically, there was a lot of weed on set. <laughs> he was like, everybody, everybody was high at one point. So it's a big possibility that someone went back there. <laughs> but now it was a, it was cool, too, because the book is done in a format where Gunner talks to all the past, like, there's all the actors that were in it, all the people that were on set, like, just kind of interviewing them from their point of view and all that. And right. it's actually a really good book. I'm kind of ashamed that I didn't, like, read it, but I got to listen to it, and it was pretty much like a podcast. It was very similar, and it was narrated by Gunnar Hansen, so it was, you know, it was pretty cool. It made me go down a rabbit hole. I watched a Chainsaw Massacre 1 and 2, and then I watched the remake and all the shitty ones that came after that. And maybe realize, dude, that series has gone downhill. They should have left it at the first two and just called it quits. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The out, of the out of the first one, I've kind of tuned out, that's for sure. Yeah, the second one's more like for comedy. Like, it's more of a... um what do you call that? It's like a guilty pleasure. It's not that good. But if you like Bill Mosley, it's interesting because Bill Mosley plays Chop Top in it. The guy with the fucking plate in his head and he's like eating the dead skin off of it. And like, it's just, it's, you know, it's disturbing like the first one, but it's definitely got more humor in it. So, I mean, it's okay as a fan. I love it, but all the ones that came after it are just fucking awful. I watched the newest one on Netflix, and dude, all I can really say is, like, if you want to see millennials get chopped up for trying to cancel somebody, then watch this movie, because there's, like, a scene where he goes onto the fucking party bus full of millennials, and this dude's like, don't try anything, bro, you'll get canceled. And so Leatherface just fucking, like, reams through him, dude. He just mows them all down. So it's funny, but, like, dude, it's fucking trash. These movies get worse and worse with that series specifically. But um, other than that, I haven't really been watching any like good movies. I, I did see one the other day. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it on the past episodes. If I did, fuck it. I'm going to talk about it anyway. It was called The Cursed. Have you heard about that one? Um, I don't think so. So it's a horror film that I really wanted to see in theaters, but like I just chose to wait. Well, thankfully, like most movies these days, it's going straight to digital after like a month or whatever. So I saw it on Voodoo, and it was 20 bucks to buy it and own it, or it was 25 to rent it. So I figured, fuck it, I'll just add it to my collection. I may like it, I may not, who cares? It's basically a werewolf movie, but it's... Dude, it's so weird. It's like a different werewolf movie. So I'm going to spoil it. Um, basically, the story is about how uh, back in like the 1800s, there's a settlement of, you know, white settlers. You know, shocking. They take over a, yeah, a village people. area and 
they basically start massacring all the gypsies that are there. And one of them in particular puts a curse on them as they're fucking hacking her to death. And she tells them, I'm going to fill your kids dreams with nightmares and I'm going to poison your land. I'm going to, I'm coming after you and your children. So, you know, they kill her and they bury her with a set of metal fangs that look like something a werewolf would wear, but it was straight up like, uh, just, just fangs, like just fucking, they look like fake teeth, but they were made from silver. So, you know, they toss these fucking, um, fake ass teeth into the grave with her and they take her boyfriend or son or whatever he is. They cut off his arms and his legs and they stuff him with hay and they hang him up as a scarecrow. Well, fast forward a few days or weeks later and basically all the town kids have nightmares about the gravesite where the woman and the man are. So they, you know, they come together realizing, yeah, we're all having the same dream. I think I know where those fangs are and they go undig this dude's grave. One kid finds the fucking mouthpiece. He puts it in his mouth and it transforms him into a werewolf. So he goes and he bites one of the kids next to him. He blacks out. That kid takes off and goes to mommy and daddy. And he's like, I don't feel good. I'm sick. And long story short, we got ourselves a werewolf movie, but a different kind. And it was actually really interesting, but it's, it's not like what you would think. It's not the howling. It's not the wolf man. It's literally a movie about a pair of fangs that turn you into a werewolf. It's kind of interesting. But yeah, I saw that and I'm kind of glad I own it because I'll watch it again. I mean, it was worth it, but it was one of those movies, too, that I don't think it's going to make a a cinematic impact. You know, it's not like cultural or anything like that. It's, right. just, it's another horror film. Fuck, I haven't watched any shows either. Um, I was going to try yeah. to watch a... What's the one that everyone talks about with Kevin Costner? Uh, Yellowstone or whatever? Oh, yeah, Yellowstone. So I haven't watched that yet, and everyone keeps talking about it. Everybody's been telling me. I know, after, after I'm done with Longmire, I'm going to watch it. Um, apparently, even Ben Shapiro like, really loves it. He said that last, his last season is really bad, though. See, and I've heard like uh, that the first season's kind of like, the first few episodes are boring as hell, and I'm like, well... I can deal with that because Breaking Bad is my favorite TV show of all time. And the first season is God awful. It took me like season two and three to really get into it. And man, that's a show that each episode is like an hour and a half. So like I really struggled to get to it and then I ended up loving it. So I'll give it a shot. It's just my worry is that when everyone talks about something, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it because the general population has shit taste in movies. So I'm like, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But speaking of which, I finally watched Halo. Have you seen it? No, I have not yet. I've been waiting. I've been waiting until I have time to like sit down and actually watch it, watch it, not turn it on in the background while I work. Yeah, I, I feel that's what that originally what Longmire was supposed to be. Longmire was supposed to be my thing to play in the background, but by by freaking episode season one, episode three. I've done zero work and I'm still watching this TV show. <laughs> He's like, it's all good work and wait. <laughs> now fucking so I wanna good. I wanna check out Yellowstone, but Halo was actually pretty good. I was kind of worried because I heard really bad things about it. And that was just with the first season, the first show or episode. There's a couple out now and I haven't seen the other ones. I only watched the first episode. But I watched it, and I was into it right away. Basically, it's the game, but it's taken from the point of the invasion 
So, you know, like uh, Master Chief and the Spartans show up while a small town is being invaded by the fucking Covenant. So, like, it takes on more than just Master Chief's point of view. It starts out with settlers that are stuck in the middle of this. It's really good, but it's um it's kind of corny. I'm not going to lie. There's some corny times, but, I mean, I love it, dude. There's major throwbacks to the game. Uh, the Master Chief and the Covenant literally look like they came from the game. The CGI on it is great. I highly recommend at least checking it out. But I'm not going to lie, it is a little corny. I mean, it's a fucking video game adaption. Like, what more can you ask for? Oh, fuck, Longmire. I'm going to have to check that out. Netflix, so... Yeah, man, I just haven't... I haven't really invested time into shows at all my issue is i get into a show for a while and then i stop watching and i go watch something else i did that with the show severance did i tell you about that show yeah yeah i watched like a couple episodes and then i stopped and then i went and watched something else oh my god we gotta talk about this speaking of shit fucking movies so have you ever seen hot tub time machine yes Okay, I did too. I actually love it. It was great. Um, I didn't know that the second one was terrible. First off, I knew it existed, but I chose not to watch it because John Cusack wasn't in it. And he's like the main character of the first one. So I was like, uh, no. But, you know, I found it on Voodoo. It was on sale for five bucks. And I was like, fuck it, I'll watch it. Watch it, dude. And oh my God, it's terrible. The fucking... Here's how you know when a movie is truly bad, when you can see how cheap the budget was. And that's what this fucking movie is. It's like, it's like they took the characters from the first movie and threw them into a ridiculous story. And John Cusack is only in the unrated cut. He shows up at the end and kills one of the other characters and is like, follow me. And that's how it ends. And it's like, what the fuck? This movie's terrible. But there are some laughable parts, like uh, for a movie that takes place in 2015 or at least when they did it, it actually pokes a lot of fun at LGBT and, like, the whole um, pedophiles or people, too. Like, it's kind of, it's funny in that sense, but holy fuck is this movie awful. They even, they address Kuzak's character in it, but they don't really tell you where he's at, and they end up replacing his character with his son, played by Adam Scott, which you would think that'd be cool, because Adam Scott's a good actor, and he's funny as hell. I'll always remember him as Derek from Step Brothers, but even he made it really like just unbearable. So I don't know if you saw it, dude. Do not watch it. I'm no, like, tainted. I did not. I'm tainted with that memory. It's I wasn't bad. I wasn't a major fan of the first one, so I never really rushed. Well, like the first one's funny and it has nostalgia for the eighties and all that. So, you know, it's, it's interesting, but this one is like crazy. Basically the character Lou from the first one that stayed and he created Lugal and Motley Lou and just made all this money. Well, he gets shot and they take him into a hot tub that's in his mansion. And they're like, we got to go back and find his killer and all that. Well, they end up going into the future and basically you find out they're in an alternate universe and it's it's so fucking stupid. It's so dumb compared to the first one. Like the first one is pretty damn funny, but it's also stupid. It's the whole idea is ridiculous. A hot tub time machine. 
that's yeah, dumb yeah. as it is. But this one, man, makes it even dumber. Like, it's that scene from Billy Madison where he's like, everybody in this whole room is now dumb. More dumber because he... <laughs> that is the dumbest... It may have made the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And everyone in this room is infinitely stupider because of what you just said. Just for hearing what you just said. That's exactly <laughs> who he was like, dude. I watched it and I was like, why am I watching this? Like, honest truth. I suffered the whole time, and it felt long as hell. It felt like a two-hour movie, and I was like, God, this is terrible. Five years I had a, I had a moment this um, yesterday that made me feel so old. What? Some 30-year-old woman messaged me on this dating app. Oh, God. I was like, yo, she's 30 years old, and I was like, Dear God, I'm I'm 25 years old. Okay, that's really not that bad. She's really only I'm five old. Years old. Yeah, so, <laughs> but it just it just made me feel old all of a sudden. No, I feel that, dude, because I'm I'm fucking about to be 30, basically. <laughs> did you, I'm did a, you see that video that resurfaced of Jada Pickett Smith saying she never wanted to marry? Um. Will Smith? No, but I did see a video where she's straight up just harassing his ass. He's like, dude, stop recording me. It's not funny. And people were trying to argue, like, no, they're just play fighting as couples do. And I was like, no, she's getting on his fucking nerves. That's some abusive shit. Yeah, dude, he should have Chris rocked her. No, so this, what's this video exactly? Like, was she talking to him or is this from her past? Yeah. She's there with one of their kids and like some other people, and they're all talking. She's like, I was so pissed off I had to get married to him. I was so pissed off at the wedding. I cried walking down the aisle to get married to him. The only reason why the only reason why I married him was because I was under so much pressure as a young actress to do right. What a horrible person to marry, if you ask me. And you see, you see this poor man just crumble in his chair like god damn right and he's still fucking with her i don't know why like i understand at his age he's like who am i gonna find to love me at this age like who the fuck is gonna be you're will less... smith you well that's the thing though because he's probably looking at it like i got kids with this woman i've shared like 20 30 years with her and he's like what 50 or something like that at that point who's he gonna find that's less damaged as him Especially someone's going to love him. And I thought the same thing. I was like, well, he's Will Smith, bro. Any woman would probably want to be with him. That's a problem, though, because then he doesn't know which woman truly loves him. That's like meeting your fan, and you're like, I don't know if this person's going to kill me or just wants my money. So it's a shitty situation, but, dude, he could do so much better than her. Like, I don't like leaping into celebrity gossip or talking about celebrities too much, but this one I have to say, like, I said it in the past episode, and I'll say it again, dude. She's a cunt. Like, she's a disgusting fucking woman. That is a woman you do not want to marry. Dude, I was just... I just had something up, and this um, news thing just popped on my screen. Chris Sununu says that Trump, quote, he's effing crazy. I don't think he's crazy enough that you'd put him in a mental institution... But I think he was in one. He ain't getting out. 
That's so freaking funny. Are people, are people still freaking out? What the hell's going on in this world? I know they're fucking terrified of Elon Musk right now. Dude, by him freaking becoming majority stake in Twitter is the greatest thing to ever happen to the internet. Oh, absolutely, because he can change that bitch up, you know, like, he can uproot it. Because if he owned it, he couldn't, not with all those shareholders. But him being a majority owner, dude, he has a say in shit. And I'm like, bro, turn that whole bitch around before it gets banned. Because that thing has been responsible for people get, killing themselves, you know, taking dirt naps, bullying. Like, that whole thing is so fucked up. And you know what? I'll say it. The internet needs to have free free range. You need to be fully aware of what you're getting into when you get on the internet. There should be no reason why what you say gets censored. I'm sorry, but fuck it. They should just allow it. Unless they're talking about molesting children, murdering people, that's totally different. But when you're like talking about something that someone did 20 years ago and you're offended by them, like shut the fuck up. Or if you're talking about how you love Trump, you shouldn't get censored. Like that's retarded. Even if you say that you disagree with something about COVID, there doesn't need to be a banner saying this information contains COVID-19 and then a fucking fact check. That's so dumb that we're like at that point. Fuck, man. This earlier this morning, Elon Musk declined Twitter's invitation to join their board. But isn't that because he wants to be a majority shareholder? I think he already is the majority shareholder. Right. He doesn't want to join because the thing is, is he won't have much of a say. When you're a shareholder, you have a shit ton of say because that company has to answer to you. Well, on the board, the board is uh, the board is who make decisions. Yeah, but think of it this way. They have to answer to the oh, shareholders. Oh, if he joins the board, he's, um, sh- his um, percentage of share would be capped at 14.9%. Yeah. If he but people are thinking amount. that maybe he's just going to keep buying more and more hunks, hunks. I would just to fuck with him. I mean, if anyone can save that platform, it's definitely him. And if anyone is going to be responsible for us actually colonizing Mars, it's also him. That guy is a hands-down genius. He freaks me out a little bit, though, dude. He really scares the shit out of me. Dude, but okay. he's, he's one of the best mouthpieces for, like, right-wing policy in the country. Well, yeah, because he's smart. Like, he knows that a lot of the left-wing ideology shit just doesn't work. And that's because he's involved in money. He knows how finances work. He knows how a lot of that stuff works. I mean... It should kind of uh, wake you up when the guy that makes electric vehicles is saying we need to worry about oil, not stabilized energy. Right. Like that's, you know, that says a lot. That should really make you question where we're going because, you know, I've said it before, we're at a point where we're trying to rely on energy. And he's like, dude, that's not going to work. It's like Joe Rogan had said about in his uh, stand-up special about people going to Mars. Like he was a, it's an old, old special, but he was like talking to, he's talking about, you know, how people were signing up to be the first to go to Mars. And he was like, there's that one guy that's like, oh, if people are smart enough to go to Mars, they're smart enough to know how to get back. And he's like, okay, well, here's why that doesn't make sense. 
people that are smart enough to go to Mars aren't going. Have you ever noticed how the people that make rockets never get in any, in any of those fucking things? And it's <laughs> it's very true, dude. It's hilarious. He's like, they just sit there with their hands in the air. He's like, they go behind bunkers and just watch shit blow up. It's the truth, though. Like, when people that are smart are saying something, you kind of have to take a step back and wonder, are they on to something? And Elon Musk is. You know, like, I never really cared for him. Uh, I always thought he was kind of a crazy person, but, you know, he's very smart. He's a genius. I just, I freak out a lot because of the shit he says, really. It's unsettling, dude. He talks about, like, a future where we can be, like, in the Matrix, where we're all, you know, just connected from our brain. You know, like, through a Wi-Fi, we don't live physically anymore and i'm like dude that's fucking terrifying i don't want that screw that that sounds cool to some but to me i'm like no that sounds like a nightmare like you're literally in prison imagine working an eight hour a day job while you're sleeping (laughs) doesn't that sound stupid like i brought that up when we did that episode about the matrix and i was like bro this guy just found out he's been asleep for his whole life and he was working. <laughs> he was yeah, working eight-hour shifts while he was already in prison. There's a dude who was streaming like eight hours a day when he got home from work, but he was streaming freaking like um, lawnmower simulator or like <laughs> retail clerk simulator. So he'd get off work as a as, and he was like a subway sandwich maker. And get off work at Subway, come home, and then stream eight hours in this video game building sub sandwiches. Right, like that sounds. Like <laughs> <a good idea. laughs> it's like you got to be retarded to be like, you know what? I would love to live in a simulation and work in it at the same time. The point of the simulation is to get away from life. Like that. That just sounds horrible. You ever watch, like, did you watch Free? Did you ever watch Free Guy? The one with Ryan Reynolds in it? Yeah. No, what's that about? Isn't he like in a video game or something like that? Yeah, where um he is a that it's this giant artificial intelligence that you get on. Uh that you or not it's like it's like the metaverse you get that people can get in, but he's a um he's an NPC in the game. Oh, okay. And um, his brain starts to, the um, code that's built about this game that's supposed to always be changing starts right. to like form his brain and he starts acting like, like a normal person, like learning things. And he realizes he's in a game. He starts to take advantage of it. And there's a human player that he likes and they kind of start dating. They, but she thinks he's a real person, not an NPC. That's and and, and it, it sucks for her pretty bad, but yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's and what the game is, it's just these game developers who developed this game, and the guy, the guy, one of their buddies stole their code for their game and is using it to make this like hyper violent like GTA ripoff. Jesus. And but they live in this world that but this guy lives. It's it's actually pretty good. But it's about like, yo, living in a simulation seems really awesome. And then you're kind of like, oh, yeah. Um, like, I have an actual life that's more important than this fake superhero. Yeah. Controlling. God, dude, that sucks. 
<laughs> so, Could you imagine falling in love with someone you find that they're just a freaking robot? Yeah, that sounds like a fucking the, bad the woman, this, the, the, It happens to this lady, and finally her friend is like, yo, that dude, that guy you're like talking about and like falling in love with, the blue shirt guy, yeah, dude, he's a computer, and she has a full mental breakdown for like three days. Dude, that sounds like a fucking horrible movie. <laughs> It's actually pretty good. It's not bad. Well, you know what that reminds me of? Uh, before we close this up, we got to talk about these fake babies. Have you seen these things? Fake they, babies? They look fucking real, dude. Oh, the freaking dolls? Yeah, they look insanely real. Oh, my God. Dude, there, was this, there was this one video I saw, and it's like this one guy watching the television, and she goes, how to fix your baby if the, if how to fix this if your baby's not doing something right. He goes, okay. And she goes, and says, well, grab here and twist, twist his hand like this and pull the strings. And says, ah! <laughs> he goes, oh, it's the top. It's the top. It's the top. Well, I found about it because Chanel showed me this <laughs> on TikTok that, like, she has, like, fucking three real kids and then, like, three babies that are fake, like the genetic ones or whatever. And she raises them with her kids. Like, she teaches her kids how to feed them, how to clothe them. They take them on little family dates. And it's so fucking crazy. And she's like, everyone makes fun of me and says I'm a bad mom because of this and that. I'm like, dude, you're a horrible mom. You're a horrible mom. You're freaking creepy. Oh, have you seen that? So, um, like, TLC used to have those weird collections of weird addiction um, and the, the my my weird addiction TV show, and one dude just has like a hundred and fifty sex dolls. What the fuck? But he what? doesn't use. They're like hyper realistic sex dolls, and he doesn't use them for sex. He says. Yeah, he says he did that. He got lost in the fact that he can do whatever he wants to them, and they don't he's, talk back. He's like a sixty-year-old dude. Who he and his wife dress them up and take them out in the car with them and like have dinner dates with them. And Dude, that's some Lars and the real girl shit. That is creepy. That is insane. What the fuck is the world coming to, man? That's so weird. Like, I never thought I'd say things like that, but trying to replace children with a fake one, especially because you can't have one, that sounds like a mental illness. Or trying to have sex or date something that's not real. Because you suck at communication skills or whatever, like it's so weird how we're going down this path. Like you've seen those life-size robots that you can have sex with and shit and date. They're like women and men. You know what I'm talking about, right? They made them in Japan or whatever. And uh, yeah, yeah, you can order one and they're super expensive, but they talk to you and everything. They they learn from you. And I was like freaking out. I'm like, dude, no, that's not a good idea. There's literally. A shit ton of sci-fi movies out there that explain why this is a terrible idea. Like, is this <laughs> from you, like, no. What if it starts to argue with you? <laughs> what if it like doesn't do what you want it to do? What are you gonna do? Force it? And then how do we figure that out? Like, that's fucking. We're living in that age where we're getting to where those stupid movies we always laughed at are becoming a reality. Hmm. <clears throat> had some fucking. Jack in the box dude. shit. It was the one in Commerce City, dude. There's always teenagers working there. These fuckers, my egg was <laughs> cold. The bathroom didn't work. I was okay, like, first off, 
You deserve that for getting an egg roll from a Jack in the Box. Bro, their egg rolls are usually pretty fucking good. No, for real. Like, you got to go to a good one, though. That one sucks. Or their food's always, like, overcooked or undercooked. It's never really... I have a friend who who told me one day, like, dude, I had the worst taco my entire life. I went to Jack in the Box and got a taco. So that's your fault. If you see a picture of a taco and it's got sliced American cheese in it, you shouldn't buy the taco. Sliced American cheese. (laughs) No, that's true. I like their tacos, but that's because I hate Taco Bell. I would prefer to go anywhere in the world with Taco Bell, dude. I cannot stand Taco Bell. It's disgusting. But Chanel loves it, dude. So, like, last night, we forgot to get Patricia food to eat. So, we were like, shit. And we ran out to get her food. And we were like, you're getting Taco Bell. Because Chanel wanted it. And I was like, you know what? I'll have a crunch wrap, whatever. And I was sitting there eating it. And I was like, this is pretty good. I'm really not excited about my insides being rearranged. But... I'm excited. And Olivia's like, what's wrong, Daddy? I was like, oh, Daddy's just going to be really hurting the next couple days. Probably going to shit some blood out. We'll see what happens. That shit fucks me up. But anyway, uh, we do have to cut it at this point. I'm sorry. It's just with, I got two weeks left of this, man. Two weeks and then we'll get back into that. <laughs> but yeah, two weeks left of this bullshit and then back to normal episodes. Otherwise, uh, thanks guys for listening. No, we are not dead. We didn't quit. We weren't canceled or all this crazy shit that people have been asking me about. We're still here. We're just playing catch up. Otherwise, um, you know, thanks for listening. Check out our backlog of episodes at the home base, baby. That's the greatgirthpodcast.com. God, I love that we have our own website. To this day, I still just love it. Again, that's the greatgirthpodcast.com. Um, Austin, buddy, I was, I'll see you on Monday. Adios.